Hey folks, thank you for becoming a member of Cafe Insider. In addition to the new Cafe Insider podcast, we're sharing bonus material from my interviews on Stay Tuned with Preet. This is exclusively for you. Hope you enjoy it. I think we got an elemental thing going on here, and the mystery and the, maybe it's not a mystery, but the really disturbing element of what we're witnessing here is this disinterest of Republican members of the House, particularly, and on this committee, to have any interest in the best obtainable version of the truth, and uh, correspondingly, on the Senate side, for members, Republican members of the Senate, to come out and say what they really believe has occurred here. And keep in mind, one of the things that we keep hearing in this impeachment process is, well, uh, that 55-day hold or whatever, the money was released. First of all, people were killed while that money was being held up. But more than that fact, this president and this presidency has never supported the aspirations of Ukraine and Ukrainians. Rather, it has been the Congress, and this is true of policy regarding Russia and Putin generally, that the Congress, including Republicans, have legislated and spoken for traditional factual recognition of what Russia is and what Putin is and what his desires and aspirations are. Congress has been responsible in terms of keeping American policy to some extent that it can be with this president on track in regard to Ukraine and funds and toward Russia. The Republicans in Congress have been diametrically opposed in their own views toward Russia and Putin than Donald Trump has. And that, too, speaks to how craven the Republicans in the Senate seem to be in, in regard to what's happening here. So when you talk about Fox News, you're, you're not in any way, you're, you're being purely observational. You're not being in any way critical. I'm critical because I'm critical of anything that says or claims to aspire to a truthful presentation of news and information and fails at it and fails because of its preconceived notions without doing the hard work of reporting on the best obtainable version of the truth, except for a very few journalists there. I, so, I, think, that's, yeah, I think that's totally I'm critical, fair. I'm critical, I'm critical in that sense, but I also want to look at this dispassionately as a reporter myself to try and explain repertorially some of the changes in our culture. So to the extent there's a failure, I want to get to the next question, which is, what is the proper response to that? I mean, obviously, you're pro-First Amendment, and people have their different angles and biases, and I, I presume you would say that everyone should be able to start a TV station you're or a, damn news, right and, and a news network. But to the extent... Absolutely. To the extent that you're critical, what should others do something different to call out the inaccuracy of a fellow news network? Do more of that? Do less of that? First of all, it's not a fellow news network. That's my point. But I think, look, all... Good journalists, when they see a report in another publication or network or whatever, not in terms of saying, hey, they're the enemy, but in terms of professional standards, ought to point out on their air, on the internet or whatever kind of institution they are, the errors and miscoverage of whatever that story is that has been miscovered because our interest is, again, as reporters, and look, I don't want to uh, set myself or, or any of us in this profession up to be perfect 
individuals or to say that we perform our jobs with perfection. Reporting like anything else is an, is, is an imperfect aspiration. But I got to say, in terms of this presidency particularly, we have seen from the great news institutions in this country, including the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, owned by Rupert Murdoch, friend to President Trump, magazines, The Atlantic, new media like Mother Jones, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, all of these journalistic institutions have covered this presidency with such remarkable persistence and excellence. This has been a renaissance of great reporting. You know, in, in Watergate, it was said that, that Woodward, myself, the Washington Post, were, were out in front of the story and kind of on our own for, for a few months there. And, and, and as a generalization, I think that's true. There was some great reporting done by the New York Times, a little bit by Time Magazine. But in those first months, the Washington Post was in front. Different in this presidency, there has been great, great reporting by all these institutions and others that has brought the best obtainable version of the truth about this presidency to the people of this country. What the people of the country do with the information, that is very different, it seems to me, than what occurred at the time of Watergate because of this cold civil war. But also I do think that, that Fox News has a disproportionate role because it is a megaphone for misinformation and disinformation and a disinterest in the best obtainable version of the truth, which you achieve by hard reporting. That's a big difference. Roger Ailes, when he started and conceived Fox News, was, was right about one thing, aside from the fact that he understood that there would be an audience, uh, and a great audience, very, very big audience for uh, the point of view that Fox represents. And point of view is really what Fox does, as I've been talking about. But he was also right that people who would regard their own philosophies, beliefs, as coming from the, quote, conservative, end quote, side of, of our culture, and political beliefs were underrepresented at the major news organizations in this country when he started Fox News. And that's, that was a legitimate point about the American press in general, especially the, the big news organizations in so-called mainstream news. We ought to think about that a little bit in, in where Fox News comes from or, originally in terms of how it got to be. You know, I get around, like you, all over the country, and it is astonishing to me how much time, energy, folks everywhere in this country, it's not Washington, L.A., New York, how affected people are in this country by this presidency and this president and how much oxygen he, he takes up in the daily lives of so many people. Yeah, look, he, he's achieved his, his most important goal, which I think has always been to be the most talked about person on the planet. You and I have both said exactly that for, for, for a good while, that, that he always wanted to be the most famous man in America, the most famous man in the world, and he achieved it. Thanks again for becoming a member of Cafe Insider. 
Listen to the Cafe Insider podcast every Monday with me and Ann Milgram and stay tuned every Thursday.